Alright, so this is episode four. Uh so what have y'all what have y'all been into lately? What have you been watching, listening to? I'll go first. I started watching Sixty Days In. Have you seen it? No. It's a show on Hulu. Uh, and it's about people who willingly go undercover into Atlanta's Fulton County Jail. Um, and it is a <laughs> shit no. And it's a shit no. <laughs> willingly uh, to uh, help improve the criminal justice system or whatever. And it is the most questionable shit I've ever seen in my entire life. So, so it's like 48 hours? It's like 48 hours, but it's like a docuseries they drew out. And it is just like people justifying why they'd willingly go into a jail um, yeah. to do, for this social experiment too. It's like a social experiment to see how people react and change, and it's it's wild. Anybody got raped yet? I haven't gotten to any rapes yet, <laughs> but there was Yikes. a scene where people were running around butt ass naked. Um, it's a weird show. Yeah, it's but it's on, it's on Hulu. Like, okay, so what are some of the justifications they try to pull out? Cause like somebody be like, I can't even imagine. Some people be like, oh, I got to do this for Trayvon. I got to do this for Mike Brown, all these people. And I'm like, those niggas died. Like, they didn't go to jail. Um, yeah, gun down in their youth. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, but then there are other people who are just like, I just, my, I married a guy who's an ex-con, and I want to go in and I share that experience with my husband and all those other things. And it's just... Hey, are these black people, white people? It's a mix. M- mainly, there's... There's uh, an alarming number of black people, but it's mainly a lot of white people. All right, since you watch the show, do you think it's been this uh, romanticization of, like, jail, of being in jail? Yeah, because most of the time on the show, the people are like, I thought it was tough, but I didn't know it was going to be this tough. And I'm like, nigga, it's jail. Like, what what did you think you were doing going down a season of Orange is the New Black? It was crazy. Um, But, yeah, man. If you ever, if you ever were in the mood, mood to watch something weird, check it out. Is it like a Hulu original? I think it came on AE. Um, that sounds like something they would have. Yeah, somebody <laughs> else actually put me on. But I just looked up and it was just like, what the fuck? Okay. Yeah. Dope. Ashley, what you been watching? Mostly, just started Luke Cage, the second season. I... Yeah, I saw the previews on Twitter, and okay. I saw him do that dab, and I was like, "Nah, fam." See the this dab, I gagged and oh, I threw yeah. up a little. That yeah. saw that dab. Yeah, and I was just like, I just, I just couldn't do it. Every time I try to start, I was like, "Nah, fam, I know what's coming. I don't know when it's coming, but I know what's coming." Yes. Yeah, we begrudgingly decided to turn that shit on today. I was like, "All right, bro, we got to do it." Seeing that, <laughs> seeing that dab made me not want to watch the second season at all. <laughs> I almost threw up in my mouth. I did, <laughs> but it's it's not bad. It's not a bad show. He's still unbelievably corny, but apparently that's he's corny in the comics. So, I mean, seeing that made me feel like they wrote that episode like two years ago. Yeah, yeah, they probably did. Yeah, it's like damn, you didn't think to like touch that up a little bit, you know? Yeah, that's why I like reshoots and stuff. I mean, yeah, the one like how fast do these does it take Marvel to turn these shows out? You feel me? Do you think they're rushing their content? No, because, like, they do Luke Cage, and then, like, three other Marvel shows will have a season, and then Luke Cage season two finally comes out. I don't think they're rushing the content at all here. No, so they're just, they're just being sloppy. So you think that would, that would be what the decline is with, like, the second seasons? 
because like Jessica Jones, nobody was really hyping that up. Yeah. Luke Cage, I've heard like awful reviews about it. And I've seen some people like, yeah, I, I kind of actually really liked it. Honestly, the best thing or review I saw about Luke Cage is that like, I think in episode 10, Iron Fist shows up. And this is the Iron Fist everyone thought we were going to get in Iron Fist's actual show. So I heard he's, he's great. But everyone else is like, yeah, just. I was too bored morning. to finish Iron Fist. Yeah, Iron Fist. It is not worth it. I was too bored. It's not bad. It's just. It's just not worth it's it. It's just a white guy doing kung fu. It's just a white. A white guy beating up minorities. No, <laughs> this it's is what the people want to see. It's a lost a lost white guy who just walks into a company he's like, I'm the owner. And then his white privilege gets him billions of dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Iron Fist <laughs> should just be renamed uh, White Privilege. It's just. That's what, it, that's what he is to me, White a, Privilege. A less smart Batman. Yeah, but I remember um the second season of Daredevil getting like a lot of hype around it. The second season of Daredevil was good. I had the Punisher though. Yeah, but you you keep telling me to watch the second season. I can't make it to the first season of Daredevil. I just it's, find it. It boring. sucks, right? It's just, it's no, just, the best part of Daredevil was watching Daredevil get his ass kicked. That's that's his superpower. <laughs> I, if I wanted to watch a TV show about niggas who wake up every day in the garbage dumpster from getting the shit beaten out of everybody, I would just go watch like a fucking. Eh, FX documentary or some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, Because like, yeah. all Daredevil did was get the snot beat out of him. Same thing with Iron Fist. This, all he is ass beat. 50 minutes of the 54-minute show, he's getting his ass beat. Then, his shit, four minutes, then his shit starts going. Yeah, shit just like, Finally, I've gotten my ass beat enough. I've taken enough shots of whiskey <laughs> and Jägermeister. <laughs> my full power's activated. Whoa, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But um, I remember uh, Jessica Jones. I think the second season, every episode is directed by a woman. I remember that being like a big, a big thing at that point in time. But then this yeah. came out, and then I didn't hear anything about it. Yeah, I haven't heard any hype about the second season, and I enjoyed the first one. I yeah, I, the first I one loved the first one. That was probably was, my favorite series. I was honestly captivated by the first season. Like I watched one episode, I was like, "Hey, wait a minute!" Like, yeah, they really good. Cause it was like a real mystery. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it a, a psychological thriller. Yeah. yeah, but by the second season, it was just like I got bored. This, like, none, yeah, it was just none of this. None of this is really good. Yeah, I mean, I I, I found uh, Daredevil boring. Iron Fist is like okay, I made it through, but the Defenders was boring to me, and I was like, if I can't make it through this, the Defenders like, was good for like the last episode. Like the last, I the episode just, before the last. I one. couldn't. I just couldn't bear myself to watch the Defenders. I don't want to watch the Great Value Avengers team up. It was pretty I, bad. I, I don't <laughs> want to watch that. I'd rather just watch the actual. They're Avengers. all there right. fucking me, pulling up Groupon. So. Sorry, let me let me scoot over. I'm over in the corner. But uh, like the I actually like the Defenders more than like Iron Fist. Like if I want to watch some, there'll be there'll be times where I'll be like, I actually like the character of Iron Fist. I actually like the character of. Jessica, Jessica Jones, all of them working together. That I go back and watch the Defenders, but it it just it wasn't really that good. But if I want to watch those characters not be as bad as they were in their original shows, then I will watch the Defenders. That's that cool. makes sense. That's fair. Um, I do like how they did set it set it all up. Like you saw them setting up the Defenders from like the first like probably episode of Daredevil. You saw them building it, building up to it, and um like Luke Cage and Iron Fist, they had their own separate comic like Heroes for Hire. And in the first episode and a half, we saw Luke Cage. They keep referencing how Luke Cage is broke, how he needs to start doing things for money, how he needs to pick up these sponsorships and stuff like that. He was like a that. hero for hire. Yeah, so now I can see them turning that, and after the second season of Iron Fist comes out, then they have their own spinoff series of just them two doing shit called Heroes for Hire. Like, I see Marvel like, all right, cool, I see you guys setting this all up, setting this all up. <laughs> but if, if the content's boring, I don't know if I'll make it that far. Yeah. I will say each show has had like flashes of brilliance where it's just amazing, 
and it's just like that one moment where it's just like holy shit like this is what I was expecting to see but like overall like it's just not that good it's like it's like they can't cohesively mesh all like the flashes or brilliance together yeah cause um that scene from like Luke Cage season one where um Cottonmouth is standing behind that picture of Biggie that oh yeah that was, was great that shit was, that was great. yeah that's the best scene in the whole series that, that was one of the most memorable scenes I've ever seen just watching him step into that crown and like everything about that scene it was just brilliant yeah, the and show really died up. when he died. They fucked that whole mm-hmm. show up. So, yeah, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, actually, on Luke Cage's showrunner, uh, Cheo something, I forget his last name. But, yeah, he's a, he's like a hip-hop writer for years. And um, he actually did Biggie's, Biggie's first interview and his last interview before he passed away. That's really cool. Yeah, he did that. And that's um, he's the one who comes up with like the concepts and the music. And you said he was a showrunner? Yeah, he's a showrunner for it. What I thought was super dope was how every episode of the first season was titled after a Gangstar song. Yeah, that was all his idea. That was so dope. Like, yeah. Uh, to be honest, I, I'm like halfway through. <laughs> I haven't even gotten to the, the episode where Iron Fist shows up, and I honestly don't even care to get to that episode. Yeah. Like, I want to get to it just so I can see it, but like, I I think maybe like five episodes deep. Um, I was just like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm just not enjoying this. It's a grind. Yeah. yeah. And nobody... Like, nobody wants to grind like not serious. Like you watch TV to get away from the grind. Yeah, yeah. and it's an hour long show, and it's just like I, I understand you have to do all this world building, but bro, it's. I was talking to a friend, and they were like, Netflix. They think like the perfect ep- season length is like thirteen episodes, mm-hmm. so they'll drag things out a lot just to like get to that. Like that's like their prime number. Like, it's between 10 and 13, I think. And so they'll, like, drag things out, which might look, cause a lot of these shows to be a lot slower than what they should be. Yeah. Because these are all, like... Like, the premise of all these shows are, like, quality. But it's just not there. Yeah. Like, I feel like some of the stories really could be, like, the six-episode miniseries. But they're really trying to stretch it out. So it's like they add this... It's like you're adding... Instead of adding filler episodes, you're adding filler within each episode. Yeah, so like, there's content. A, yeah, there's, like, a 30-minute period in each episode where you're just, like... None of this. You can really cut all this. You out. can cut all this out. That's. I mean, I think I feel like that's, that's what happened with Jessica Jones. There's like yeah. so much happening, but it's just like all. None of this really matters. Yeah. And it's but then it's like it'll be third. Like it'll be thirteen episodes, but like thirty minutes of those episodes, which just don't even matter to like the plot at all. They're just like stuff that happens. Yeah, but like um, take the second season, Dear White People. That all those episodes only thirty minutes. I was like, why is this show only getting thirty minute episodes? Where a show like Luke Cage can get like an hour long episode. Where I prefer hour long episodes of Dear White People. Just because it's so much into it. I would almost enjoy the feeling that because it is about college. It's more. I'm more into the world of that show than I am to Luke Cage. If I'm watching a superhero show, I primarily just want to see them do superhero shit. I don't know. For comedy, I feel like 30 minutes works per episode. It depends on the show. Yeah, you you want an hour long episode of like Atlanta? I was. Sometimes. Is yeah. it, wasn't this past season like an hour? Um, certain episodes. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I'll take like sometimes. I will say I stumbled upon this Korean drama show, and each episode was 90 minutes, but I was so wrapped up in the show, like what I didn't even it? notice the length. Huh? What was it? It was called Black, I think. I watched episode one, and I was so wrapped up in the story. Oh, is this shit on Netflix? Yeah. I like Korean dramas. It was I my first time ever watching one, and I was like, I was very confused at first, but I got so wrapped up in it super quick. They're really good. Like they would, if you want, if you want some yeah. shit to blow your mind. Black. What's it? No spoilers. What's it about? It's about a police officer. Or it's about two people. One guy. It's about is a, a fucking cop. 
Just listen to me. One guy's. <laughs> I'm sorry, officer. He's a Korean cop, so he's probably. It's, okay. it's a difference. Anyways. So he's cool. He's he's legit. He's a legit cop, but he's a. Uh, he's just a. He's got a bunch of secrets about him, but he's just like a dorky, goofy cop who stumbles upon this girl, and she has the ability to see who's about to die, and if she touches him, she can see how, and they go about trying to prevent people dying. Um, so kind of like Death Note. Kind of like Death Note, yeah. But like they're actually like good guys. Like They see it, and they see how they're going to die, and they try and avoid creating, or see, they basically try and track the time and figure out how to prevent the environment and situation and everything from occurring to begin with. So sometimes it really works out and sometimes like somebody was supposed to get kidnapped and they prevented him from getting kidnapped and shot but then the cop got kidnapped and shot. Like that still is going to happen no matter what. Somebody's like sometimes somebody has to die and sometimes you're creating the issue and other times it's just like it's unavoidable. And they deal with a lot of concepts and they have all they have like all these other secrets about them. I think he's actually like half demon or some bullshit. It's wild. That's a big yeah. kind of thing that happens in Korean dramas where it's like half demon like i'm watching one called oh my ghost and mm. it's like she's being possessed but it's a funny show so it's like the whole demons and being possessed is like a big kind of trope that they use in a lot of their like dramas i can see that and then it makes it more interesting yeah it's cool because it's like <laughs> a different culture so you're seeing like a different idea that's like really popular like i used to watch like icelandic shows they talk a lot about like fairies and stuff because that's what's popular there and then, like, here we actually talk about, like, angels and ghosts and stuff like that, too. So it's not, like, vampires. Too crazy. Vampires. Yeah, but, like, they really believe in it versus, like, a mythical creature. Like, you can, like, talk about ghosts or demons and a lot of cultures and stuff. And most people kind of have an idea of what you're talking about or they have it in their religion, so. That's fair. But That's I do cool. love Korean dramas. It's like, I watch so many. That's my first time ever watching a single one. Mm. Um... I would say if you're going to, like, start out with any, do the original Boys Over Flowers. Because it's like if a drama gets really big, they'll do it in different ones. So they have, like, Korean, Taiwanese, like, Japanese. Like, they have different versions of the one type of drama. That's when you know it's, like, really big. Uh, have you ever seen the show, it's that Netflix show about explaining things, the documentary show they have? Explain. Nobody? I can't remember what it's called, but it's called, like, Explain or something. But they did a episode on K-pop. Aren't you really big in the K-pop session? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm not. Like, but, I have friends who are... Really, like, I had a lot of Korean... When I first moved here, I moved to Duluth. And, you know, Duluth is mostly just Korean. So I had, like, a lot of Korean friends. We did a lot of Korean stuff. But <laughs> I just... I don't... As far as K-pop's concerned, it's so much cultural appropriation. And you can tell they really don't know what they're appropriating. It's just what looks good. Well, they went into depth and they were just, like... They explained how it got so big. Mm. And like why even the government put like such a huge ex like importance on it. Yeah. And like where they draw influences from. It's it's only twenty minutes long. Like the show's really cool. You guys should check it out. They have the same thing like you know noisy, on you can watch it on YouTube where they do like the little I know what you're documentaries about. and stuff. So it's like they did the same thing with like K-pop and then like Korean Fashion Week because like fashion's really big there. Mm. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, they're, like, the Italians of, like... You've seen the international students on campus. Oh, yeah. yeah. They always are, like... They'll slay you at 6 a.m. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, they do. Like, they're always at least two seasons ahead of everybody yeah, else your, in the world. your club fit is, like, they're just woke up fit. Yep. Yeah. Do y'all, Seriously. Do y'all feel offended by, like, Korean cultural appropriation? Not really so much because I know for them they don't have that same history as, like, other cultures do. Like, when you're 90% of this, um Korean... 
Like, mm. it's 90% Korean, so, like, unless you're in Seoul, you're not really meeting a lot of black people, or the only thing that you are seeing is what, you like, your government's allowing you to see. So I try not to put too much pressure on, like, them. As people, I'm not saying, like, like, nowadays, when I meet ignorant people, let's say in America, I'm like, well, you have Google, like, you could have looked all these things up. There's no real reason to be ignorant. But when you meet someone from another country, it's like a whole nother culture, and all you see is Korean around you. I really don't get that upset. Okay. And it's like, I understand that you're trying to sell something, and that's what's popular right now, and you're just going what's popular. They do it in America, too. It's just like, it's not as blatant. Yeah. It's just weird to see your culture come out of like, I know where it comes from, but to see like other people who don't know where it comes from, and they're, they're just seeing like the image of it, and then Running emulate with it. that. Yeah. Without having that connect of knowing or actually experiencing black culture, it's just kind of weird. Yeah, do, do y'all remember that song, uh, It's Jima? Oh, yeah. yeah, Keith Ape. Yeah, yeah from, from, by Keith Ape. No. It's uh, remember that song by OG Mako? His one big song was like, "Bitch, Mako? you guessed it." Yeah, bitch, you guessed it. <laughs> oh, it's it, it, Ma's like the <laughs> Korean. Yeah, it's Ma like Korean version of that. So they walk on there like dreads, they have goals. Oh, and you mean as far as like the style, like the street style culture? No, no. Like in the video, like they're rapping. It's it, 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 it literally they just bitch, stole the song. It. They just basically stole the song and rapped it in Korean. But um, like in the video. Like the way they're shooting it, it's like kind of leaned and purple and purpled out yeah. and all that. And then like they had a giant watermelon on the back of the wall. Yeah. And I was like, fam, come on, G. Like that, I mean, I, I understand like that's something only I only like black Americans would probably like terrible. really find offensive. Yeah. But it's like you're, this is rap music, and it's like I know you you had to hear this song because the song sounds too similar for you to be like, oh, I just can't. Well, up all their producers are black producers. It's the same thing mm-hmm. like with their music videos, the fashion. Those are black people who are going to Korea and getting no, these jobs. They have a lot of the bigger Korean producers. Yeah. Well, yeah, they uh, have. Korean I know. Dudes. I mean, it's like, well, you're gonna be able to move up in your own country. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to like, I'm not saying that we're over there in a surplus. You know, right. but there are some people who are like understanding that this is a need. Sometimes I feel like, you know how you see people in other countries wear shirts <laughs> and it has, like, English words on them and you know that should not be on a shirt? Like, that's yeah. just, like, that doesn't seem right. That's kind of, like, the same kind of feel I have. But do you I think it's, like, things like that. that's all they've seen is, like, music videos and what they've seen on Twitter? I mean... So they would be like, okay, I should dress in bait, wear camo, get a grill, dreads. Well, look on the flip side. Asians aren't exactly portrayed greatly here in America. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, of course, they might not see anything wrong with it because, like, they might be tired of seeing the same stereotypes in American culture. True. Yeah, true. For them. That's, I so it's that one's kind of a goes both ways, but it does. It is single yeah, water. I know, like, Japan has a huge hip hop market too. Oh, yeah. they do. But they are bigger. Like, they have more international. Yeah, they, you know, they they have more, they're more international. They have more recognition. No, of. it's um, a group of people in Japan who are so in factual with black people and black culture that they, like, tan their skin. To they make, tan like, their skin? To yeah. Make yeah. Themselves corn rules. A, yeah, to, get, to make themselves appear black and stuff like, like they that. Like, they have, it's, it's crazy. They're ostracized it's for weird. doing it. Yeah, but, but it's it is, the whole that is point, though. It's, like, to be different. Like, in Japan, it's, like, because you have this whole culture of it's just us. Like, anything that you do is to propel, like, us as a culture forward. But for them, it's like, if you're going to be seen separate, you got to be, like, extremely separate. I don't know. It's always extreme with Asian culture. I, it's like, and it's just strange to see it. that in order for you to be separate, you have to be within black culture. And yeah. to do so, is you're being ostracized. Yeah. I, I will say, though. And we could, I, mean, white, I mean, white people do the same thing. Yeah. If you want to be seen as outside of your culture, you, you, you immediately go to black culture. Because yeah. what's the most... What's the furthest thing from their culture? Fine. 
I will say though, black and Japanese culture, I feel like are a lot more intertwined or not. Oh, really. definitely. Yeah, that I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, anime is the only thing that unites black dudes across the nation. <laughs> more than sure, black people in general. Doesn't matter what stage of life you are. Kung Fu movies. <laughs> oh God, I grew up you on might, Kung Fu movies. I grew up on yeah. 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 Oh, like, the whole Wu Tang Clan. Well, it's just yeah. like there's just a lot more. That one's definitely a lot more give and take. I feel like than just blatant, this like just ripping off. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, of course. I feel that. I think yeah. we can appreciate each other's cultures. It's a cool documentary on YouTube called like uh, "Being Black in Japan," and it follows like all these black people who moved from America to Japan for the like the being ingrained in their hip hop culture over there and like the struggles they have like trying to all that trying to keep shit. up with it. I had a friend who yeah. used to live in Japan, and he was like, you can really go over there and make a lot of money because just being black is like your calling card. Like, oh, you must be talented, right? Like, you can dance and sing, which they could dance and sing, but, like, everyone, yeah, like, everyone can dance and sing, and, like, you can run fast. They like, get black like Michael privilege. Jordan. So, so <laughs> literally, be, they do. You can be, like, an average black person. Average as fuck. But if you, like pump that shit up. You oh, yeah. Really you must know they what get, you're doing, They get, right? they get black, black privilege for once. Hey, I'm yeah, not mad at it. Yeah. Like, so being a white middle-aged man in America, yeah. it's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm looking at flights that. right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the dudes I played basketball, I played basketball with um, when I was younger, his brother was stationed in Japan. He had no gold over to Japan to live with him. And he was, pre- he was pretty good. He had a full scholarship to Hampton or whatever. But, um, yeah, he ended up taking his high school team to the state, to, like, the, the national championship game. And they lost just basically all for all off off the back of him. And he's like the only black person. He's like, yeah yeah yeah. He's like he was the super. He's like a top yeah. He's like a top five player in Japan. I bet you they so were like rooting like, yeah. for him. They probably did like black face. <laughs> he said imagine how they said shout out to Kiran. He said he said it was crazy. When imagine the opposition crowds. Those oh my were God. They, they were probably the same. Be like bad at soccer. Like the have you ever watched Coraco's No Basket? Yes. No, I've never heard of that. Or Dear Boys. I've also never heard of that. It's Only just an anime series about basketball. Oh. I it's saw ridiculous. Slam Dunk. That's what yeah, that's, that that's, that's, I think that's Dear Boys. Is that thing is the other oh. name. Oh. No, nah, that's something different. Slam Dunk is different? That's the one with the dude with the red hair? Yeah. 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 That's it. Oh, there's a few basketball series. Yeah. So there's a, a whole-ass mosquito. <laughs> I got bit twice on my leg. I'm scratching it. In here? Yeah. Oh, or out there somewhere. Mosquito choosing. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, he's avoiding me. Yeah, have y'all, um, have y'all listened to any new music lately? Wait. I thought we were talking about Marvel. Were we not talking about that? I just wanted to talk about The Runaways. What? From, like, Hulu. Has anybody watched that? Nope. No. Okay, well, it's The Runaways. And it's, like... I think it's about five kids, and their parents are like secret scientists, evil type they're like thing. Super villains, right? Well, well this was in the like comic my- books versus like the show is different because like in the comic books they're a little bit more evil versus like in the show. You they're kinda just kind of mi- the misunderstood parents. Yeah, like we're doing evil stuff for the good of the people, but it's really not. Y'all really just fucked up. They're trying to secure a bag. I understand. They really are. That's that was the whole premise of like what they were doing, what they were doing for. But it's kind of like the. What I like about Hulu is that they have the money to produce these type of shows now. Where, like, the CGI looks good. It's not, like, a really bad sci-fi movie anymore. It looks pretty good. So, I would say check that out. It's a it's only one season. The next season doesn't come out So I think, either the end of this year or early January. Yeah. But, I mean, other than, like, the black boys, like, Afro, 
the like they try to pick out and then shape but it looks really really bad so it's kind of distracting but other than that <laughs> like and they have like this lesbian character which I was like you won't know she's a lesbian until like halfway through the show unless you read the comic books and you like know exactly who is who she is That'd but she yeah. sparkles and it's really cool but she sparkles she sparkles <laughs> in like a, a really cool way not in like a twilight vampire kind of douchey way like a twinkle no I mean like that's the whole point <laughs> like she's supposed to be shot if you watch the show I'm really bad with spoilers, so I'm trying not to say anything. Okay. Um, the next Marvel show I'm going to watch is Cloak and Dagger. Oh, I heard that was really good. I heard it. Yeah, I heard it. What is that about? There's this white girl, and she's white. <laughs> and then there's this black boy, and he got black stuff around him. Right, yeah, you can, te- can teleport. But, like, I don't know. I just, did they think about it when they did the white girl with the white? And then the black boy with all the black? I mean, when like, was I mean, that's how, that's it was... I mean, probably written in the Yeah, 60s. that's how it was in the comic, yeah, yeah. so... I mean, even then, did they know? No. Yeah. Or oh, they, they, they didn't care. <laughs> they really didn't care. They didn't care. I'm saying people who base superheroes off of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, I ain't give a shit. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, um... Professor X and Professor like Magneto. Magneto. Oh, really? Yeah, Professor... Yeah. 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 I don't know that. Yeah, Professor X supposed to be Martin Luther King and Magneto supposed to be Malcolm X. They're both fighting... I mean, that actually makes sense. Yeah. Magneto, by any means. I mean, mm-hmm. whose side would you be on? Be for real about it. I'd be on Magneto's side. I'll be on Professor X's side until I perfect my uh, <laughs> my ability. Then I'm going to sign up with Magneto. I feel like I'd be like on Mag- Marcus Cousins. I feel like I'd be on Magneto's side at first. And then I see him do something like really horrible, like blow up a bunch of innocent kids. And I, <laughs> I'm like, damn, yeah, bro, that was kind of yeah. extreme. And then I'd be like, all right, hey, Professor like, X. Magneto's not wrong. See, you can always go back to Professor X. Be like, yeah, yeah. Hey, big head. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's up? Literally, hey, big head. I mean, Magneto eventually goes into the. He eventually joins the ideology for um, Professor X anyway. Yeah, I mean... It's exactly. Like, so you can yeah. have your fun with Magneto. But then you gotta live with yourself. You gotta live with yourself after. That's the problem. You can kind of like... They're trying to kill you and destroy your world, so you know. Yeah, but Magneto was like another level of sociopath. Just be for hire, just like whoever has the most money. I'm, uh, don't, don't get me wrong. I would... Definitely, probably throw Magneto first, but I would just... I feel like we all have our breaking point where it's like, all right, this nigga's too much. So you gotta kill all of them. <laughs> you want me to you kill, you kill all of these babies? <laughs> like all of them. <laughs> what do you mean you want to blow up a children's you hospital? Gotta, you gotta do that Anakin and just go slay the young ones. <laughs> yes, that's exactly oh, what it is. <laughs> like he he did not have to do that. That's your man. What was the point of? You couldn't just like. Yo, he started pulling out all his moves. <laughs> Backward slash. I was. They should have shown like a little bit of that fight, dark. Because I would have loved to see that. Nah, yeah. Kinda. <laughs> that's really sad, but yes. I'm sure those kids actually probably put up a great fight. It's like slicing through butter. Who said that? What? That was from some movie. Yo. Where he was like killing kids is like slicing through butter. I don't remember what that was. I have no idea. That's probably some that. Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> it probably was. It was probably some slave movie. Sounds about right. He says nigger 500 times. I mean, Django. The Django, you black the Django, bastard. The Django, you black bastard. <laughs> People I, still quote that movie. Though. I had I got an argument with somebody about the name. Uh, Django. Oh, no. um, apparently, I was like, I wonder how many kids got named Django the year that movie came out, like from Hoteps and shit like that. Oh my god! And I looked it up, and <laughs> it was like, so in like the year 2014, Django was higher ranked than Andrew on the list of <laughs> named in the U.S. It's insane. Yo. No, he loves names. Did y'all ever hear about the sequel? The sequel Stay to woke, that movie? brother. Really? No, no. Yeah, the sequel to the movie was supposed to be on Django, supposed to meet up with Zorro. 
down in Mexico. Fucking shut yeah, up. And they were supposed to, and they were supposed to team up and go. Sign me and, up. Yeah. Sign, Sign, yo, I'm watching the fuck out of this. As soon as you said Zoro, <laughs> I was sold. Quentin Tarantino. Zoro, I nigga. I don't care how many times Zorro. I said. <laughs> I don't care how many times I said the N word in that movie. So <laughs> I'm there. Sign me up. So, Josh, welcome to therapy session number six. How you feeling, buddy? You good? Yeah, dog. It's been a uh, it's been a rough week, you know. Uh, just a lot of stuff happened within the last like couple of days. In a couple of days, uh, a lot of stuff happened. You say? Yeah. What was the chronological order on that? I don't know. It's like Thursday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So it was like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday thing. Yeah, you know, it just it just started. You know, you know, woke up. What day. what day did it start? Was it Thursday? How did you feel? Uh, well, it's it's like when I started. You know, when I woke up that morning. When you woke up that morning, you you started to feel kind of like, oh man, it's starting to get to me. You were hearing those voices inside of your head. Yeah, I I can I can see how that could be a lot to process in one day. Uh, what what happened after that? Well, well, I got well, you know, I woke up, and then I got up to start my day. Right? Did you, you start know, your day with clout? 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 Did you start your day with clout? I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I can tell. So, next time you wake up, I want you to start your day. Take a shot of clout. You can buy it out of the bottle. I, oh, yeah. I did. I'm I'm gonna prescribe it to you clearly, obvi. So, all right, what happened uh, the next day? Thursday got kind of boring for me. What happened Friday? Uh, Did you bust any cheeks? A better option would be go ahead and like and subscribe the Cheesy Controller Podcast. It's uh, I think that'll really improve your uh, your Tuesday, your Wednesday, your Thursday, your Friday, your Saturday, your Sunday. Nah. Oh yeah, Monday. Do y'all feel like there's a lot of that going on now? Like artists are trying to meet like a crunch almost, or is there like oh. a a surplus in the demand? I don't. Or are they just getting sloppy and they're just rushing I, the content? I don't. I do. Um. Cause it's like the Netflix uh, Marvel series. Yeah, like, like they're putting it out so fast. Like it took them so long. Like we were saying earlier, it took them that Luke Cage scene when he dabbed. Like they could have wrote that two years ago when dabbing was really big, but it just came out a couple months ago and now dabbing's dead. And I was See, like, I would have yeah, went back, touch it up, make him shoot, <laughs> make him shoot. <laughs> yeah, that'd make it even worse. If I, <laughs> yeah. if I saw Luke Cage to shoot, I'm, I'm out. All right, I what, what, if he hit, what if he hit them folks? I'm, no, I might no. cancel my Netflix. <laughs> to be honest. So is this the was that the square with Mickey? <laughs> like come on, son. Like this? Yeah, like <laughs> I gotta do what I gotta do. I just started watching What's Luke Cage. Kingdom Hearts about a couple weeks ago. That's a lie. Three days ago. But I think the whole rush content. Good. I think I hate it more if I know it. Cause um, I think when we were talking about when we were talking about the Yay album, I was like, it just it doesn't sound like a Kanye West album to me. It sounds like I like it sound. It didn't sound. It sounded like he didn't put his time into it to me. And then when you come back and like he had, you didn't get that good Kanye treatment. Yeah, because Kanye West is a perfectionist. Like um on my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, mm. when you um when he had a what's that comedian's name uh, Chris Rock, when he had him in there doing those little skits. He said Chris Rock was in there talking for five hours. Yeah. He only used like thirty seconds worth of that five That's hour fat. conversation. Yeah, or he's like he had T Pain singing on Good Life. He had T Pain in there singing the hook for thirty for three hours. 
like he's a perfectionist and then to hear that album come out I was like it doesn't sound like he it, it doesn't sound meticulous it doesn't sound like how yeah, yeah it doesn't sound like I know that he puts time and energy into these albums it didn't sound like that to me yeah. and then you come out here like he had one whole album done and then after this whole TMZ episode, he went and redid the whole album in eight days. He said, okay, cool. You can give a pat on the back of the down. You made a whole ass. You, sound, you made a really like good album. Days. People really fuck with it eight days, but it wasn't perfected. Yeah. I remember listening thing and like the lines weren't like tight and concise and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It just felt sloppy. And then um, you hear like with Tiana Taylor's album, how... I haven't heard that one yet. He, uh, it's like he was mixing the album. The day it was supposed to come out, he's on a plane mixing the album. So it's like, how can you be... This, who's who is this guy? Like who is and, this nigga? And then and then it was, they had this whole beef. Well, I don't know if you want to call it a beef, but Tiana Taylor was upset because she has like certain samples. She had supposed to have a Lauryn Hill was supposed to be on her album talking. She had all these samples that she that she was she ready to get cleared. Yeah, she had a whole whole album done, but for Kanye to meet this this uh this timeline that he rolled out, he cut all that shit out and just put her album out. But and she was upset. It's like no, my album, my real actual album's coming out in two weeks. Oh, wow. But now that was on... Um, How many songs was on that album he released? But it, eight. Is it fair to say that hers was the only one he fucked up because no one gives a shit about Tana Taylor? That was the whole point. That, I think that's that the was point. A, yeah, that like, was a well, well, point for me. Like, because I've never heard anybody actually ever mention a Tana Taylor song once in my entire life. Yeah, I didn't even know she had a whole album out. Seven? That's her debut album. Like, I forgot, like, I forgot she got famous from a singing career. I, yeah, I completely yeah. forgot oh, about that. Oh yeah, she did. Yeah, she was signed to uh, Pharrell's label, Star Trek. Yeah, she's got, she's definitely got a market, mm-hmm. and I know like a lot of people were, a lot of people listened to that album. I think I heard a song from it the other night, like "Work This Pussy." Yeah, uh, <laughs> I just know like. Is it ignorant? Is it like ignorant? I don't really know her style. Her style? I don't either. No, it's it's, it's like it's, it's not a bad it's like, not a bad album. I was just gonna say like maybe it just wasn't prioritized because it's just not. She's not exactly like a highly anticipated artist, True. right? But at the same time, he had a timeline. He did. I agree. And he, it's like, why? Why didn't you have no, this shit I, together? I, I can. Yeah. I would be pissed off too if like this nigga was promising me things and didn't. I'm exactly. just like, like yeah. if you had some shit that you know was gonna crack, you know, say so you wanted to like put your vision on it. Sam, you got Lauren Hill on your album. And honestly, people would have listened to it just because it was like. Uh, like that was just the trend going on right then. Like yeah. Kanye then, produced albums, and then the momentum it was moving. Tiana Taylor's album was supposed to be the best of all the albums that came out from that good music stretch. Hers was supposed to be the pinnacle of it all, mm. but it didn't come out of it. Oh, but, it was. Yeah, that's how it was. Wow. That's how it was built to be. But she since come out and said she's not going to re-release the album because so many people do say they they do like it. But when she does a video for the songs, the video's gonna have the actual songs that she wanted, just needs as to, opposed to like her actual album, just which is weird. You gotta watch the video to hear the actual song she wanted, as opposed to that's going. Kinda, I, I mean, I understand. Just, that. Maybe, she just like, needs to put like a deluxe version out of the album. Yeah, put out yeah. a deluxe version or just fucking patch it. It'll patch be it like Fortnite. Like you know, patch the one and then like, like have five other of the same album out. Back to back. Do you fuck with that? Artists like patching their projects after they release? I'm not really with it. Yeah, that's what Kanye did with um that's what, Pablo. That's what didn't Drake just do that with his double album? Yeah, yeah he's, oh, did he? there's yeah. patch notes for it. Like yeah. it's it wasn't came, good. Yeah, the it album came the album good. came on Friday. It's a different album on Monday. Really? Yeah, I don't like that. Like if I fall in love with a song, I don't come back and find that let's change. That would make you feel like what's the point of having like a, a release date? Is it better I, though? I will say It sounds better. I don't yeah, know about Drake, so I haven't but I will say when Kanye tweaked uh, the life of Pablo and added that little the little choir at the end of oh, um, yeah. what, what's that song? With, with Kid Cudi on it, humming. 
Um, Father Shush My Hands? Yes. When yeah. he added that choir on it, that made it a much better song. Yeah, that shit was... Like, that wasn't on there before. I was like, oh. It was incredible. <laughs> yeah, but now I feel like you're rushing. And it's like, just take your time. And but I mean, yeah, shit, yeah. look at Kids See Ghosts. The track list was fucked up on that. It was. That was the weirdest yeah, it was shit. It's fucked up on Apple Music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, bro, what like, are you Like, you had doing? to delete the album and then download it again. Which makes me think that, like, if you listen to when Pusha T, when he talks about his album that came out, he said his whole album was done. It was done completely different beats. And then Kanye West came back and just redid all the beats. But Pusha T's raps didn't change. He just re-rapped it on over these different beats. And that's why a lot of people have criticism of the Nas album. Because Nas, rap, he's rapping off beat. It sounds like Nas is rapping in one beat, but the beat is different than, like, it's not matching up. So a lot of people, the, the Kanye West just rip vocals from a one Nas song and, and Nas put it over a new already? beat. Yeah, it came yeah. out. <laughs> and people, and it's, it's not, not great. It, yeah, oh, and it's dang. not, it is not really good. And like, it's, I haven't really been hearing anybody. Like when we first remember, we had that conversation about how all of these albums are coming out within like a couple months, like a month or whatever. Yeah, they all and it's like a month. they're all kind of trash. Yeah, I mean, Kids see Ghost is Fuego. It is Fuego. That's it's great. Daytona's great. That's like the one takeaway. Yeah, Daytona's pretty good. It's honestly a miracle that I listened to Nas in 2018. Um, <laughs> we can't stress this I will, I will, <laughs> I will say that <laughs> yeah. only a Kanye-inspired beat would make me do it. That's the only reason I might actually listen to a Tiana Taylor album as well. True. So, um, but Kanye, he, he wants to keep going. Um, I don't know if y'all know who Bump J is. No, not uh, at all. He was his big He was his big rapper out of Chicago. He was so drugs. He, was, he, got, he, he did like a 10-year beat. He just got home. But Bump J... No wonder I don't know who he is. <laughs> Oh, you remember um, on like um, Don't Like when Kanye said Free Bump J, Real Nigga Foe, like, yeah, that's, oh, Bump, that's wow. Bump J. Yeah, he just what came out. What song was that? On, uh, Chief Don't Like on the remix oh. when Kanye West was rapping. Yeah, but Bump J, he came out and said Kanye West want to do a seven a seven, hour, a seven song project with him. Uh, Chance said he's Kanye, giving everybody. Yeah, seven. Chance said he he's doing he's supposed to do one with Kanye West. That's something I would look forward yeah, to. Yeah, and then Kanye West even came out and said he wants to do one for like fifty for fifty two weeks straight. It's put, honest, a, put a project out. He's flexing right now as a producer. Yeah, he's trying to prove because the rhyme I'm the rhymes record. still aren't the rhymes aren't there. They still trash. It's like Drake. The rhymes was trash. The beats were okay. Like, did his, you listen to the whole Drake album? I did. Honestly, I really did. And I how, I was, how did y'all feel about it? And listen to I couldn't. Else. I could like. I tried to listen to the whole thing, but I stopped and started watching anime. Like halfway through the song, it's I'll just be thinking long. about I something else. I tried listening to it at work, and I was just zoning out. Yeah, yeah. There's some like there are a couple of straight songs. Like I like the intro on side A, survival. Uh, yeah, that's good. There was like two more songs on there. I can't even remember the names. Yeah, but you know, new that new future dropped, so <laughs> I'm gonna listen to that. Oh instead. yeah, I'm listen to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're right. No, the, yeah. the trick was. It's like every Drake album is too long and bloated to be considered a great album. Did he have like 25 songs? <clears throat> 26. But if you're like a serious Drake fan, though, you love it. This like, is right up your alley. The people, who, the people I, I know who love was. Drake love that love the yeah, album. But for me, as a as a casual Drake listener, it's just not. And that Johnny Blaze, you feel me? But like, if he reduced that album to about 10 to 12 tracks, he will have a really great album. I believe that. I mean, shit. Just focus. You're saying focus with the way Apple Music is set up, pick and choose. Yeah, that's what it is. It's, if you're gonna patch the album, if it's gonna be streaming, I can pick and choose which songs I want. Yeah, do, you think you, do, you, do you think you did it the, uh, the same reason why like um, Ray Shremmer did it and Amigos did it? Yeah, it's like the more like the more music that you have on Apple Music is the more you're, you're basically just throwing dart. You're just throwing darts. So if you can click on it. Yeah, just throwing shit out of the wall. The more songs you yeah. have streaming, the more money you get. Yeah, I mean, if you know, it's Drake, so he can do that. 
Yeah. 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 It's literally just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's been so refreshing to get like tapes of like seven, short ten tracks. But now, do you, are yeah, you finding yourself preferring them more? Like yeah, problems. honestly, they've been Freddie Gibbs is like ten. Yeah, they've been spoiling us. What I feel like what an interlude. So really not. Futures like ten. I, like it Future's just good. forces niggas to focus on quality over the quantity of it, and it's like they take out all the bullshit filler tracks. Mm-hmm. So you're left with more Fuego tracks. Yeah, mm-hmm. I gotta so, go. Um, Aww. So yeah. All right. Peace out, Z. Peace Adios, out, man. Drop oh, your head. Have a good Where can time. we find you? Where can we find you? Is find me on Twitter at underscore Speargun. Um, greatest tweets in Atlanta. <laughs> all, right, all right. See you guys. Bye. Yep. But do y'all feel like artists are now just dropping right now because of all the hype? Like, I've I've heard people make the argument that this stretch, this this stretch from May to June was like the greatest point in music in like the last like 10, 15 years. Do you feel that so way? Me, no, I, it's too soon. Yeah. Ask me this question in December. Mm-hmm. But like, so many people have like been have been saying that that now I feel like. Do you think artists like Freddie Gibbs, like Future, do you think they're dropping now just to catch to be on that wave? Like, yeah, I dropped this time. I dropped this time. I dropped this time. And be like, you look back at this time, like yo, all these projects dropped, then all of them were great. Do y'all think? Aren't you that, always no? supposed to drop before the summer? Be, Isn't that the whole no? point of like when you supposed to drop your music is for the summer so it could be like a huge summer hit? So when that's like, Dom Kennedy. Even like, Dom, Dom Kennedy just dropped. That's out most people because then it's yeah. like it travels with you all the way into the award season. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah, you want to do it. You don't because a lot of times you don't want people to forget your music. So it's like you I feel that, but like at, a certain time. at the same time, over the past three to four years, maybe like a lot of the winter projects have been my favorites, and because that's closer to that's closer to the um, Grammys and stuff is at the beginning of the season, right? Do you I, remember? I it's the beginning know. of the year. I know the cutoff the, for the Grammys is like in October or November. Yeah, yeah so, so, so like those don't even count for it. So it's like, yeah, so everyone try to get their music out Before, earlier. Yeah. And then a lot of times you forget about, oh, because that song came out during the summertime or da-da-da-da. And it's mm-hmm. like everyone who drops their stuff before Christmas. But yeah, we're, I don't know, we're in a really good place for music. So it's real convenient to just drop whenever now. Yeah. yeah. You got a lot of mediums. You got Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music. It all goes directly to your phone. Title. You don't have to go and buy it. Exactly. It's super simple. Somebody could drop some shit as we speak. I feel like somebody is dropping some shit as we speak. Also, the Gorillas dropped like a a week ago. I actually downloaded that album. I'm like halfway through it. It's pretty good. It's pretty fine. Like, I'm always impressed with their ability to make songs that sound completely different, but at the same time, it's still uniquely the Gorillas. I didn't like that album. You didn't like that album? I didn't finish it yet, so I'm not sure. I like the songs that they... Dropped. The, the singles? singles? I like the singles, but I don't like that Did you like Humans? Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed Humans. I love you humans. You two enjoy Humans a lot more than the average Gorilla fans. But Humans is good. Humans probably is cool. I don't I'm, love it as I'm, much I'm as I'm new, I'm new with you, the Gorilla, so... I mean, I feel like it's if I feel like it's one of those things like if you're a Gorilla's purist, like I understand the sound of Demon Days, like that's a specific they like Humans is not demon. I mean, nothing else is demon. Nothing else is demon. That's like saying that's like the second second album. album. I remember when they first came out. I thought they were like. I remember they like debuted on MTV, and like you would sit home and watch it. Yeah, you saw MTV. I saw them on Toonami. I saw them on MTV. Toonami. Oh wow! No, really? They were on Toonami. Yeah, because they were they were cartoons and there's and. 
I mean, yeah, that makes sense. That yeah, that's makes sense. I saw all the videos. No, like, I saw them on, and, like, it was this big thing around it because that's before, like, you could still be online, but that was before, like, as big as it was, I guess, like, to, like middle schools and mm-hmm. high schools. But, um, who are they? Like, are these real characters? It's like, you remember, like, Insane Clown Posse House? Like, you really didn't know who they were. But like they had never like heard these. Of them. Yeah, exactly. you never heard of them I've heard of them. I never listened to a song by. Oh okay. Well, I remember they had beef with Eminem. And yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah that, that's 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 that one side of my life that we don't talk about. Were you a juggalo? I wasn't. But, <laughs> no, I wasn't. But I know people who are. <laughs> that says a lot about my hometown. Yo. That and like it was a lot. Anything that had like a mask, like them or Slipknot, like they all were masks. So like people were really big into them. But that was a whole. Who are they? Yeah. That was like the biggest thing about who the gorillas was. Yeah. It was like real chill, late, like California type music. Yeah, you ever um read the comic Tank Girl? Tank Girl? Tank Girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the movie, yeah, the guy who Yeah, it. the guy who drew and wrote Tank Girl is the he's the, the one guy. who does that? Yeah, he he draws the characters for the That gorillas. makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, but I've heard of I've heard of that. Yeah. That's on my list of things to like. And uh Damon watch. who's as the singer, he's also the uh, voice of two D. He's like the lead singer of Blur. It's big. It's really big. Uh, band in England. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Man, he's got that voice. Yeah, they's like they were roommates for like a year, and they say you want to make a band, and one of the guys Isn't like. Isn't that interesting though? Yeah. And then like how it blows up on both sides. Like you do the illustration, then you sing, and like yeah. look at what we do. That's like, dope. Yeah, that's really awesome. Some list of things to do. I need people who have like good ideas. Yeah. So but, I can make some money. Uh, one thing I can't say about the now now. I'm surprised it came out so fast. Because yeah, they just dropped quickest, humans like a year ago. This is one of their quickest turnarounds. The only other thing I think was this quick was um, the fall, which is like the mixtape they dropped that came out right after Plastic Beach. And the cool thing about the fall was uh, apparently it was all recorded on the iPad. Like Damon, wow. while he was on tour in America, he was had an iPad. He every beat you hear, all the chords. He said he played everything on the iPad. That was the Plastic Beach tour, right? Yeah, and he just sung into it, and all the vocals. The only thing he did is take it to the studio just to touch everything up to make it like quality yeah and we said yeah that whole album that whole mixtape was just made on ipad which after that i always wanted the ipad just like all right if he can make a whole fucking album off this i can do something I have a question. With it. would you rather have a mac or would you rather have like a surface if you were doing anything creative like so like the square surface or would you rather have like a mac pro i would say a mac so i can go to coffee shops and pull out my mac <laughs> for the aesthetic just for the, for the reason yeah or like your five stickers on it? Yeah, maybe. Like, I might go, like, one sticker. Just, oh, just when you want to focus? You know. Focus on that one that one big Supreme sticker? That one. <laughs> <laughs> a Supreme sticker, yes. It's always fucking Supreme. By the way, Stranger Things. I just re- was watching that earlier today. They're not coming out for another year, right? Like, they're supposed to come out at the end of this year, but it's not until next year. Hey, I don't need them to rush it at all. Well, I always just wonder, like, how far ahead of the game are we going to be when they come back? Because, like, the kids are going to get older. They're, like, in that age. Yeah, they're already they older. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's kind of like, yeah, so. They're not, they've already they're, they're, not they're not cute anymore. They've already they're dealt with awkward. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I, I think that's what they're waiting on. They, they're trying to write into their, like, their age. ages. Um, that's what I'm, I like when storylines. I think Adventure Time did that. I kind of like that. Where yeah, they, like, they Adventure Time did the that. Person. Yeah, they're, wait, they're waiting for them to see, like, are you going to be really ugly or just. Like, slightly ugly. You have that real awkward ass space. We have to write that into the show. Yeah. Um. Did y'all see how Netflix did that? Uh, a great day in Hollywood thing. A great day in Hollywood. Yeah. No. What's, oh, that? what's that? All right. Well, it's based. It was based off of a picture called A Great Day in Harlem, in which sixty-seven jazz musicians got together. 
to take one picture, and that was the most jazz musicians at one picture at one time. Oh, that came out so Netflix yeah. did the same thing with uh, creatives. The strong black lead. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, it's by the strong black lead. So it had sixty-seven actors and directors. It had Spike Lee, um, the characters from uh, Dear White People, Lucas from Stranger Things, and he was actually the narrator, which I thought was kind of cool. But, um, yeah, yeah, all the black all, people from Netflix. Yeah, all series. the black people from Netflix basically took a picture together. And it's basically saying, like, yeah. I think I've heard about this. Yeah, they're essentially like, yeah, we're here. We're not <laughs> we're not making black. Saying. We're not blinking, we're not making uh, black content. We're making content by black. Okay. We, so. won't, be, we won't be silenced. Wait, so this yeah, is yeah, a, yeah. a picture and a little documentary or something? It's like a two-minute video. Okay. And I mean, they're just painting cool. across and you see everybody. I mean, I always like when they get black people together. That's hey, Ava DuVernay nice. on there, too. Well, She's always yeah. nice. I'm here for it. I mean, Ring on Time, I still haven't seen it, and I'm kind of disappointed because that was one of my favorite books growing up. Me too. Right. So it was just like, that's one of your favorite? I love that book. Love that book has so much detail in it. That, that's why I was so excited to see the movie. I, 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 actually, I want to reread it now because I was I, I, I was like in third grade when I read it, and I didn't understand everything. I yeah. knew what happened, but I was like, yeah. I, under, I, I think totally different. Yeah, I think I think some deeper shit's going on here, but I'm just re- I just don't yeah. know. That's how I felt about right. with Narnia. When I was reading Narnia as a child, it was one way. Uh-huh. Reading oh. it as an adult, it was like, oh, how oh, I, I see all this Jesus you put in this book. Yeah, how Aslan Jesus? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was like, what was it C.K. Lewis? I see what you did. <laughs> the Jesus allegory line. You know, it's L.C. Lewis, not C.K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that book is like in a that's one in like a series, like nine books. Yeah, I read all of them. I read like six of the nine. I have the like I had the individuals and then I had like the whole big thick book of all of them. Oh wow! Shit. Yeah, because I had a thing about fairy tales, so I was like, if it's any type of mystery fairy tale type stuff, I'm reading it. But that book was fucking solid until I found out it was about Jesus, and that kind of like threw me off a little bit. Like I don't like that you are kind of just like subconsciously make me believe in God. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a line that talks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a line that talks. You know, he chills oh, in the burning like, bush. Like. He chills in the burning bush. No, I like that. I mean, it was hard to believe a guy was walking on water, a lion's talking. I mean, you asking I actually, the child in me? I believe in both. I'm asking so. the child in you. Oh, the child in me. Oh, I was not. I mean, a I mean if you made religion, us believe you can swim in an apartment. You can swim in a fucking apartment. Yeah, apartment and some water. And I can swim. What? Yeah, that's that good fuge. Oh my god! At the same damn time, that that good toxic masculinity. I like Alliance dose of toxic masculinity. Exactly, Beast Mode Two. Check it out. Like the last song in there. (laughs) It's that song is touching. What's? Hold on, I have to pull up the title of it. Is that I hate the real me? I hate the real me. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) Yeah, it's. Beast Mode 2. It's all it's, it's everything that's good about future with Zaytoven beats. Yeah, did y'all hear Zaytoven's uh album? Mm, me either. <laughs> I don't know who Zaytoven. Oh, I th- no, I do. You I know do. who Zaytoven is. I do if because you I think I have Cachet any that trap once. beat ever. I just thought the name Zaytoven. Exactly. Like, to be honest, I prefer future with Metro Boomin and future with uh Zaytoven. Who do you prefer with Zaytoven? Gucci Man? I mean, is it weird to say that I'm actually not the biggest Zaytoven fan? Yes, it is weird, Josh. I mean, it's I use all. I mean, I've used all of his kits. <laughs> what? Like, yeah, he literally has the trap sound effects. Yeah, yeah, like he invented trap, but like 
He has he the invented, trap, he, like yeah, he, all the sci-fi trap sounding beats. Which is crazy because I mean I like him with, I like him with the Migos. Like them and the Migos, that's <laughs> yeah. That's which is crazy because they told me I think they told me from the Bay Area. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the Bay Area credit trap music. I'm sorry. They told me some more. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they was great, bro. When he put out an album, is it like when Calvin Harris put out an album? He just featuring a whole bunch of people, or yeah. like when Timbaland put out an album. Yeah. yeah, I really don't want to listen oh, to a super album. Yeah, and if you guys look at uh, Zaytoven's bio, he has Birds with Feather two in there. So I'm ready for that masterpiece to drop. I have no idea what that is. Birds of a Feather is a movie. Is. It's a movie based on his life. <laughs> Already? Yeah. It came out like five years ago. Oh, this came out a while ago. It's on Netflix. <laughs> That's so funny. It's, like, <laughs> it's so trash. It's so trash that it's amazing. Every, please, please. Just go a, watch Birds of a Feather. Please it's a hood classic right up there yeah. with uh, Gangsta Gangsta. 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 It's a Savannah movie. It's, yeah. it's probably oh, okay. the best movie that's ever come out of Savannah. It's called Gangsta Gangsta. It's called Gangsta Gangsta. Is it up there with like Snow opinion. on the Bluff and all yeah, it's that? Not, it's yeah, right yeah, up there with Snow yeah, on the Bluff. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here for that. Yeah, man. Um, Quality hood content. I almost bought, I almost rented a house in the same neighborhood that Snow on the Bluff was. Is it? <laughs> and they wanted twelve hundred. They wanted twelve hundred dollars a month. And it was like two abandoned buildings next to us. So I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like it's a whole ass trap house right here. And you want to pay twelve hundred dollars a month to live in the Bluff. You're gonna get robbed. You're, I know. Yeah. I was like, no. I obviously we hipsters are paying. Hipsters are paying fourteen for it right now. Yeah. Well, they got a lot of college <laughs> students. He was just like, are you guys college students? Because you know we want. I know. I know people that lived in the bluff. In. They was like, yo, I can it's only like, take what? one. No. I can only take one route to my house. I can't go the back way. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's not safe. <laughs> that don't sound right. I mean, they renovated the house, but they didn't even put bars on the bottom. On the windows at the bottom, I'll just like so they can just bust the window and like hop up there and just, just come in whenever they feel like it. It's like this is the worst area, and y'all want so much money. Atlanta's like has no affordable housing at all. There's so many homeless people everywhere. Uh, depending if if you're from Georgia or if you're moving to Georgia, because Atlanta housing is very affordable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. compared yeah. to Georgia, like compared to everywhere else. Yeah, like, actually, Atlanta's not booming. We're not booming at all. I'm sorry, <laughs> we lied. It's trash up here. Don't come here. All I'm gonna say. Don't move here. I was just in DC. And oh well, DC has some of the worst yeah, it's like housing. The, it's yeah. like the most expensive place in live the country, especially for I think they was like people who work at, on Capitol Hill as far as like not interns but the, um, the staffing or whatever. They can't afford to even live down no, the street because most everyone lives in the suburbs. Hardly only people that live in DC are black. Yeah, hence the name the Chocolate City. It's the city. But uh, I know people say in the suburbs, like out of Alexandria, they're paying twenty three hundred a month for a townhouse. Yeah, I bet. And it's like for a small townhouse. But the, okay, so it's like when you said the people who are either mo- either moving in or who lives here, it's like either way. I'm not really worried about the people who are moving here because you have the funds to move here, so you already have the funds to like get a place. But as far as people who are living here who are getting displaced by all of these people who are coming, yeah, there's no affordable housing for them. And that's what's so sad about, especially like the neighborhood I just moved in. It's like I'm only paying so much; it's really cheap. But compared to people, what they probably was paying before I got up in there, like all those people done been pushed out to like Riverdale and East Point and all those areas. Yeah, gentrification is crazy. Marietta. Yeah. Um. The speaking of DC and gentrification, they're actually trying to introduce a noise law 
for like you can get up to ten days in jail for playing your music too loudly. So that affects anyone if you're in your car, if you're like a street performer. Then if you ever been a decent, especially around like Chinatown or Gallery, mm-hmm. that's what people do. Like they on the corners, they playing go go music, they banging on buckets, they playing trumpets and trombones. Like it's it's a whole vibe. That's of the their city. vibe there. Yeah, there. but now it's becoming so gentrified, and so many white people moving to those areas. They're demanding like silence and quietness and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're literally going to that city council. Yeah, they're moving no, to black I want neighborhoods. You. Yeah, they're moving to black neighborhoods and want and don't want the black culture that they bought probably moved there for. I don't so, think that's kind of disrespectful. So, yeah, they're, they're uh, petitioning City Hall to introduce a law that by playing loud music, you can be put in the jail for up to 10 days. So, they can have just a regular ass no- like noise or like audience, like after 12 o'clock, you can't play music like this loud. But like, no, but that's the thing. Like, if, if you in DC, it's all, it's all night. Like, you go out there yeah. at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. That's that's what it is. Uh-huh. That's what that area is. So, my thing is kind of like what would be like the same as like if you go to New Orleans and it's like you're in the French Quarter. Like, that's just the vibe. That's what it is. So. Yeah, they can't, they can't do that down there. So that's my thing. It's like, so what makes D.C. so different? It's like, you have the history. I don't understand. Money but, talks. Yeah. It's, big, it's people moving into the city. And you city. know what? Yeah, and you have a lot of white, older people who own these homes. Like, like when you go to New... Like, yeah, yeah, they're they're with that shit. Yeah, so yeah. like <laughs> New Orleans, the French Quarter, that's kind of built off that and yeah. on that. So it's like I guess it's more so you come there, but a lot of people, a lot of people aren't necessarily don't move to New Orleans. New Orleans is more of a tourist attraction. True. So they don't have to live there. So you can you can deal yeah. with something for a couple yeah. days, but living somewhere and hear someone totally blaring a trumpet at three o'clock in the morning. I mean, shit. With DC's a loud city, you got police sirens all fucking night, construction. Yeah, all the it's fucking crazy. time. I've never been in DC. It's it's a great city. It's expensive. It's pretty dope. It's yeah. really expensive, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, we move in. I went that one time. Yeah, man. <laughs> people, st- people still think you go to Howard. I still go to Howard. Really? What the fuck you mean? Oh, yeah. I'm like, I like, I'm like Tyrone no. the Scammer. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, people thought you went to Howard. Oh, you went to visit him. No, Tell us the story, Dred. You went to visit him. What happened? No, he uh, he's helping me move in. Yeah, we just uh, went to a party. Oh, how was it? It was pretty live. It was like on the yard. It is on the yard. And Georgia State doesn't have a yard, so I had to soak that up <laughs> when I could. It was our, it was our first college party. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Official college drink? party. Yeah. But anything While that in was college. like, this is college, this is what I was waiting for. Any type of, that type of thing at the party? Yeah. Can you share? There was like bottles of alcohol just going around. I mean, it was during freshman week, so it was majority freshman and then people who just happened to be there over the summer. With school predators. That's, that's yeah. That's <laughs> that was the first time I ever saw a Q run up and grab a woman and lift her above his yeah, head. Yeah, that was like a oh shit. This is her, college. And eat her pussy what? with their pants on. Yeah, that's the first time I ever oh, saw that. Oh, with her pants on. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. He might have slipped some tongue in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he tried. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, you got a whole wet ass spot on your jeans now from this nigga's mouth. Ah, <laughs> oh, you got a wet spot. I've been like, mm, girl. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a it was a college shot. That's the first time I ever heard like. They Coming from the South, handle. every every party you go, you spent here a lot of Bootsy, a lot of Webby. You know, the only Southern song they played was a uh, country shit by Big Hurt. Really? That was the one Southern song they played. Every they played play White Me Down. Them. Yeah, they played White well, Me Down. They, they probably played they play, Swag Surfing too. I mean, no, there's probably certain surfing. ones that you just couldn't get past. They, they didn't. They weren't Swag Surfing yet. Nah, I think that moment passed, bro. But I think, but um, I remember, I remember country shit for sure. I remember uh, White Me Down, but they played White Me Down. They literally just played Fox's part. They, they got halfway through Boosie's part. They never got to the best part of the song, which is Webby. Which is yeah. Webby's part. Which I just... <sighs> it used to hurt you. Also, put Savage Life yeah. 1 on Apple Music. Yes. Put, or uh, title. Put the unedited version of fucking Superbad on there. Super. 
Anybody seen Superfly yet? No. But apparently this is the greatest movie of all time. I heard people people have told me Go see Superfly. People have told me that Superfly is better is. than Black Panther. Oh, okay. And it's like really more than takes. more yeah, than I'll, a, I'll more than a couple. And apparently the uh, the soundtrack for it is amazing. And that's produced by Future. I mean, it is Future. It's a hard, it's a real hard ass Miguel song on there. Future's in his bag right I now. Give me some Miguel now. Yeah. Apparently, he dropped Beast Mode two on Sierra and uh, Russ's anniversary. Yeah. Allegedly. What does that mean? Oh, uh, Future did. Yeah. Future did. Future's such a fucking bitch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's, what's your favorite uh, Future project? These two. Dirty Sprite. Yeah. Dirty Sprite two. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. That's a good question. Hold on. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. There's so many good ones. My, my, I really like Monster. Yeah. Monster, I love yeah. Monster. Like, Throwaway. That, that was his first one, right? On that stretch? On that run? Yeah, that, that run. was the first one on that run. I think I prefer, I think I like 56 Nights more. I'm so thirsty. But for Cody and Crazy. No, bro. Cody and Crazy was on Monster. March of Madness was on March of Madness was March on. March of Madness. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, uh, Monster came out first. Yeah, I think, I think it was the first one on that run. But, um... Oh, that was a good stretch, Future. Yeah, that was a great stretch. I just say DS2 because I, I really like major, like a majority of that project. It isn't just like the other, it's like the other ones, like, yeah, there's Marsh Madness on there. There's Cody and Crazy. It's like they have these individual songs that are cool. Maybe these, you know, third tier songs, like, okay, I'll. I'll yeah, I, I still say Dirty Sprite 2 deserves a Grammy. But DS2, like, that entire project was just like. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so y'all know why Future went on the whole run? He went where? When he went on that run. Of dropping all these different projects. DJ Esco. Yeah, DJ Esco. The coolest DJ on the motherfucking planet. That reminds me of Escargo. Yeah, but um they went to high class. They went to uh Dubai. And for those <laughs> who don't know, Dubai has really strict Dubai, laws and I I believe that the the law is like the Quran. Yeah. Over there. So yeah, he got caught he he got caught with like uh some weed on him. He, well they have Sharia him. laws, what you mean? Not necessarily, but yeah. Well, you can't. The Quran sure. is not law. The Quran is law over there. Like you follow the Quran. No, I'm. Uh, anyway, so like it's so ingrained. So he was over. They say he got caught with like not even like a gram of weed. He got caught a little bit, and he threw him in jail. So the reason future name fifty six nights fifty six nights because that's how long DJ Esco was over there in jail locked up. And don't they tell you these things before you go? Yeah, but people don't believe him. So um, yep. and plus you can find you can find weed there. You can find alcohol there. Yo, but yeah, it a, it's a, it's still illegal. But um, it's like the speakeasies is like a big thing. Yeah, but so when he was over there and he got locked up, one thing if you're ever locked up in a Muslim country in the Middle East, they'll let you know that yeah, they, you might get ten years for like a minor infraction, but they reduce your time to like a year if you convert to Islam. So they they give you a, a copy oh, of the Quran. Really? Yeah, they give you a copy of the Quran that you can learn. That's in your native tongue. You can read it. You can study with people. They give you tests on it. And after you pass the test, okay, okay, you're now a certified Muslim. They serve out the rest of your. Just do another week, two weeks, and you can get out. And that's how DJ Esco came home. And that's when future dropped. Yeah. To Islam. And well, he said he converted to Islam. I mean, I'll yeah. also lie. But yeah, so you do that and they reduce your sentence when you're over there in the Middle East. And that's why Future, that's why he came up with name 56 Nights, 56 Nights. And that's why Future dropped all those projects. I think 56 Nights crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's why he dropped all those projects back to back to back because he didn't have Esco with them. And that's why he, they were all so short. That's why he was in Beast Mode. Yeah, he said Beast Mode Monster. <laughs> Anything else y'all been vibing to lately? Oh, no, that Freddie Gibbs is just great. Freddie Gibbs? Too legit is, it's too legit. 
I promise. Also, one thing I've been watching, Darling in the Frank. It's an anime. It's a, that's an anime. It's a pretty good mech anime. That's it, an anime. It no, actually, it's a character drama dis, disguised as a mech anime with tons of fan service. With tons of, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The whole show's premise is fan, is fan service. It's deeper than that, but it's fan it touches service. on a lot of things. It's touched on. Uh, shit, sexuality, uh, adults being pieces of shit. Puberty. Puberty is a big, mm-hmm. is a big theme. It's a major theme, actually. Uh, shit, technology and our dependence upon it. Yeah. Like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, it, get, it gets really deep, and it's beautifully animated. What's it called again? Darling. Darling and a Frank. Darling and a Frank, okay. Yeah, it's on uh, Hulu. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of High School and the Dead, even though they're completely different. But the premise is kind of the same. You know, High School of the Dead is about zombies. But, um... High School of Death? High School of the Dead. Oh, High School this, of the Dead. show was a whole new set of titty physics. Yeah. What? They literally, they literally created titty physics for just for that show. What? Like, how... Is that even... What does it mean? It's the most... It's the most you, you weeble know, you know, taku anime... Yeah, you know how, like, a woman walked their titties mouth? Uh-huh. They, like create, the whole, they created an entire physics system just to animate... The woman's the uh, the woman character. There is like, a bullet that went through. It went. They through. Saw, someone had a sniper. They shot the bullet. <laughs> the bullet went. The uh the character ducked right. They missed the bullet, and somehow the bullet went in between her flapping chest. The kid the shoots him. Oh, I head. see what you that's mean. I, I understand it. what you mean. It's kind of like the shots of like the underwear. Oh, it's, like that's literally that if you play the if you play the game uh take a shot every time someone shows their underwear you'll yeah. be drunk within the first ten minutes of the show. Oh, like, it's, it's that super, type of stuff. It's super, super fan service. But yeah. the show itself is really great because it's all about these young kids who are now going through puberty, who yeah. are who they're now the adults. Cause a lot of the, all like within the first five minutes of the show, like all the adults virtually died. Everybody fucking oh. yeah. Everyone's, yeah everyone's turning to zombies. It's like these six kids. And, and like one teacher and she's a nurse. Is, is one teacher who's a nurse and dumb and they pick up a, <laughs> they get, they have they have a dog and a little girl who's like twelve okay. and they all have run around with guns and machetes and swords and they're trying to survive in this uh, zombie apocalypse and it's a really great show if you took all the sexuality and all the fan service out yeah. it's still a great show but they put the all that in song. there just to get people to, to watch it to watch it that's what that's what fan service is in Japan. Which is like it's good and bad because they have to sell you on sex. It's so and then rapey. Give everything. Oh yeah, but it's such, it's such a rapey culture. Yeah, Japan's weird. It's like really that. rapey. Have you guys seen I that mean, show? They literally have a penis day. Yeah. Oh, do they? Yeah, they have like a penis parade. I think it's only like certain cities or towns. I mean, you know. Yeah, I, I, I also think it's not it's not illegal to grope uh, young girls under the age of fourteen. I know why they have an under the age. Yeah. Because I guess at fourteen you should know how to. Uh, I don't that know. Out. That's I mean, horrible. there's no justification. It's a different culture. It's just a different culture. It's a different culture. It's always, I always think, like I said, like people it's get married extremes. at twelve year old, at twelve years old in certain countries, but I mean, it's just a different culture. They be doing that here. Yeah, they be doing that. No, they do that here. Yeah, like you go to 13, Utah. 14 years old, <laughs> having whole ass kids and shit. We're the jazz babies. <laughs> fucking Utah Mormons. We're the Utah jazz. <laughs> Whoa. Oh no. Oh, hey, now, look, there's, have you guys heard of this show called, um, what's it called? Oh, Kiss Me Once on Netflix. Mm-mm. Oh, it's like I about, think I just seen, I just saw the, like, the box for it. I didn't look into it. It's really, it's actually really, I'm two and a half episodes in, 
and it's about this girl, and they're in some part of London, I don't know. I don't even know if they're in London, but they're in the UK. So um, there's this video game that pretty much is this virtual world, and you can do anything you want in this virtual world. But then someone created their own part of that virtual world. I just saw the preview for this on YouTube. Yeah, it's really good. And so, like, he's pretty much luring people into it. And then there's this black girl who goes out and she, like, in the real world. She goes world. south? Yeah, it's real. Yeah, they, they, there's, I was surprised that, like, Netflix was having that much nudity. Like. The what? Because they both were getting, oh, because, like, it's, it's like a lesbian type of thing. Like, oh, she's, like, bisexual, so, like, she's, like... Did you see Jessica Jones? Did you watch Sensei? I haven't watched Jessica Jones, and no, I haven't watched Sensei. Yeah, Sensei Jessica... literally had orgies. Pretty yeah, much. Jessica Jones gets a black woman on every episode. Oh, yeah, you're right. I did watch the first season of Jessica Jones. Oh, and I watched the second season, so never mind. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah. I don't know, I'm just, like, I always think of Showtime or HBO as, like, the ones where I'm gonna be bombarded with, like, sex. So, in conclusion, what you're saying is everything's a projection, everything's a simulation. And on that note, stay woke. This has been episode four of Three Piece Set. All right, you can follow us all at Three Piece Set Pod on Twitter. Uh, thank y'all for checking us out. And just make sure you like and subscribe.